Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you optimize your health, fitness, and mindset on a whole food plant-based lifestyle. My name is Maxim Siguain. I am a former triathlete, powerlifter, bodybuilder, and basketball player, and I've been vegan for over nine years. I'm also the founder and CEO of Fit Vegan Coaching, which has helped over 500 vegans from 20 different countries to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you to hear today's episode. Let's get into the show. All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest, a reoccurring guest, um, a fit vegan superstar, because as Darcy, you're fit vegan forever now at this point. Um, so we have Darcy back on the podcast. Darcy, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great. Yourself? Good. I'm excited for us to chat, um, you know, kind of how things have been. A post program because it's a um, uh, an episode that people have been highly requesting. Of like, what happens to member after they're done the program? So you're literally the first episode that we're doing on this. So people bear with me um, as we're going through this and kind of discussing um, because it's the first episode that we're doing. So before we dive into the story with Darcy, and I, I told Darcy this, I want to share a little analogy of what it's like to go through the program and what it's like to come out of the program, just to kind of set the tone for the conversation, right? So. You guys know, you know, I love metaphors and analogies. So I got a good one for you. Karate Kid, Mr. Miyagi, wax on, wax off, right? So when you're in the program with us, right, you're, you get your meal plan, you're learning how to meal prep, how to structure your food, the proportions of your food, your exercise, what it looks like, sets, reps, rest, all that fun stuff. So it's literally you doing wax on, wax off. Like you're doing actions, but you're learning as you're doing it. You're learning the movements as you're doing it. Right. And then as you're in the program and you progress and you have your moments where potentially you slip on the weekend or, you know, you miss a workout or whatever it may be, then that's you getting um, a taste of what it's like to fight. Right. Because wax on, wax off, you've learned how to kind of like block and defend yourself, but you don't know how you haven't been in a real fight yet. So when you slip on the weekend, that's kind of like a jab to the face. You're like, well, that hurt. Okay. I didn't do this the, the right way. Next time I'll block this way, which mean next time I'll make a better decision when it comes to my food. So throughout the programs, you get a little glimpse of what it's like to have your, your first fight. Now, when you're outside of the program, now you're in the ring. This is your official first fight that you have. You've been wax on, wax off for whatever, six months to a year, depending on, on how long your journey is. And now it's like, okay, it's time to defend myself, stand on my own two feet. And so ultimately you're gonna get punched in the face a few times, maybe in the ribs, you'll be able to throw back some jabs, you're gonna get back on track. And it's gonna be that fight until eventually you master being able to stand on your own two feet and fight, right? So that's the analogy that I wanna share to set the tone for what we're gonna talk. Cause I have no idea what Darcy's gonna say. I have no idea what Darcy's gonna say. I have an idea because we've kind of been chatting over the past year since we left the program. Um, so update, you lost 40 pounds with us, right? You ended December, 2021. So over a year ago, so a year in like three months now. Um, and when I shared your photo with my fiance, Ivy, she thought you were me. She was like, shit, is that you? Do you have a new tattoo on your arm? <laughs> like, no, that's Darcy. Like he's looking great. Right. I was like, yeah. So Darcy. Final, final thing. You're looking great now. So tell me, <laughs> how was it once you left the program? It was a roller coaster. Um, I think I was trying to kind of put into words. And I think it's almost when you graduate, you know, like whether it is it's high school or, you know, any kind of program, I think you have this feeling of, 
okay, it's over. I can now relax. Mm-hmm. It's I did it. And now I can kind of take some time and <laughs> sort of let things go a little bit. And I did that. Um, I never stopped going to the gym so much. It was more my eating. Um, because I think I had this idea that I lost 40 pounds and that's it. And that's awesome. And it's just going to keep, it's just going to stay off forever. And I kind of went back to not eating terribly, but definitely not eating the greatest all the time. I would start my day off. I'd have like healthy breakfast, healthy lunch, and then I'd have maybe a healthy ish dinner and then snacks. Mm -hmm. So I got back into the snacking routine and it was a little difficult to kind of wrap my head around, you know, you could see the weight kind of creeping up a little bit here and there, like a pound. And you're like, oh, whatever. And then it was like two pounds. And you're like, okay, let's uh, whatever. And then you kind of notice it a little bit in the mirror and you're going, oh, you know, how do I, <laughs> you know, it, it was just, it was a struggle. I'm not going to lie. It was yeah, difficult. Yeah, I, I, I remember sending in my own two feet after I exited my first programs way back in the day. Like, so you, you go from obviously having structure and accountability and support to like, now you have to be your own accountability system, right? And so one, one thing I want to ask you, like, you weren't necessarily someone that was working out before you started, right? No, when I knew first, how to work out, but yeah, yeah, but it wasn't like a part of your life, right? No. And now, like, has it stayed a part of your life? since you exited yes um there again there's been times like in the past that i kind of took a little bit of a break from working out which you know old me would have again just kind of let that go and that would have just been it for me um but i i think the longest i went was a month and that was like you know (laughs) I, i was like i need to get back to the gym yeah. And this time, though, I, I knew how to get back to where I had to go, like, mm-hmm. or get to. I just didn't really know. You know, I, I guess it was, I didn't have, like you said, I didn't have the support of all these people. So it was me supporting myself going to the gym. So if I went to the gym, it wasn't like a bunch of people going, wow, way to go. It was yeah. like, yeah. Tap on the back know. kind of deal. You tap your own self on the back. Yeah. Yeah. And that that was tough that was really tough and i Mm -hmm. you know i'd message people and be like i went to the gym and they're like cares you know and i was like (laughs) no this is huge yeah that that self-accountability part is like that's the next level right you learn how to fight till they go into your first fight that's the biggest piece for most people um and it's a there's an adjustment phase to it right Uh, but then once you go through it like you're back at it, right? Like I've been checking your stories. Like you've been working out consistently for a while now. Yeah. Yeah. It's been very good lately. And I've actually started going back to the gym in the mornings, meeting a friend at the gym, which gives me a little bit, you know, I kind of trained him in how to work out and he's been making great progress. So it's really, it kind of feels good. And I'm like, okay, I'm back in it again. Awesome. Yeah. You see why I do it now? Right. It's great to teach others and for see others to see results. And ultimately that shows that you've learned a lot now that you're able to like teach that to others and lead by example also. Yeah, for sure. Right. So I said like training wasn't necessarily the big area. Like when you go off the gym, like 
my times where I take a, a week off because life is busy and you just need to, right? But ultimately, it's the getting back on track. If, you're, if you end up going back on track, then that's the win, right? Um, so nutrition is always a part that scares a lot of people. Um, you completed reverse dieting, right? So you mentioned slacking off a little bit on nutrition um, and then the weight's kind of coming back up a little bit. So I'm just curious, like how much weight did you put on and how much did you lose once you went back on track? I put on a fair amount. Um, I mean, I ultimately I, I was down to 150. Yeah. For me, looking back, I think that probably was a little bit thin for me. Um, you're lean. Like you have some, you can see your side very, abs. Like you're pretty lean. Yeah. I was very lean. I didn't have a whole lot of strength, um, which kind of bothered me. And I always wanted to kind of have a little bit more strength in me. And I knew yeah. that being 150 pounds, I wasn't probably going to be able to do that. I mean, I shouldn't say I shouldn't, but like, I just. It's when you have a bit more fat on, yeah. it's easier to be stronger for sure. Right. Yeah. You can bounce the weights off your, off your belly. No, I, <laughs> I think like for me, I just wanted to kind of put on a little bit more weight, but I didn't really put on the weight properly. I was just eating a lot more and just kind of getting a little bit more out of shape. And so I think, yeah, like I, I would say, how much weight did I put on? I was 150. So six, I probably put on about another 25 pounds after okay. leaving. Yeah. And I had to switch that to, you know, working out and actually trying to like, cause I wanted to be a little bit more in weight anyways. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'd say 25 pounds. Oh, and where, what are you at now? So you basically went up to 175. Yes. I've okay. actually, it's, it's kind of funny because at 175 and eating bad and not working out really, I like my body composition was just, you know, changing. It wasn't back to where it was obviously, but it was amazing. Where, not uh, where you were at 150. Right. Yeah. And I'm right now I am at 175 pounds. Yeah. But my body composition isn't like is 10 times better. Like I actually you have like, more muscle I, mass. Yeah. Like, and I like, I have abs again, you know, like I don't have like a full six pack, but you know, like I do have abs and I have, I'm stronger than I've ever been. Yeah. So I'm always making more gains at the gym. So I don't know, maybe I found my little sweet spot. I wouldn't mind going down about five more pounds, but yeah, which ultimately you can do, right? Like, you know, I, I prefer, so I appreciate your honesty, right? So a lot of people think it's like, uh, like unicorns and freaking perfect paradise after they're, they're out of the program. Ultimately you have to keep the habits after, right? Cause then if you don't, then obviously the weight comes back on, but at the end of the day, it's not the end of the world. If weight comes back on, because now you have the right tools to go back to it, which you did. Right. And you were able to pack on some good size. Cause when you sent me your update photo, Versus your last photo we have of you in the program, you're definitely more like on the shredded lean side at the end of your photo. Now you definitely had more muscle mass, right? Like Ivy thought you you were this you were me, right? I thought she was, thought I was showing a photo of me basically. So you definitely have more muscle size on, um, and yeah, for strength you need a bit more body fat for sure. Um, yeah, and you were you were pretty lean. So if the goal is to pack on some muscle, like yeah, you would yeah twenty pounds, yeah twenty pounds wouldn't be too bad. Like when I'm shredded, I'm 175 pounds and I'm 200 pounds now. And I feel okay. like Superman, right? So like when I bulk up, like I'll go up 20, 25 pounds and that's kind of like, 
where I feel unstoppable. So mm -hmm. the fact that you still have some abs at a plus 25 pounds is awesome. It means you've been doing things right from a nutrition and training standpoint. I, th I think I also look at it in the fact that when I started the program, my idea wasn't really so much to put muscle on. It was all weight loss. I just wanted to lose mm -hmm. weight. And yeah. I did that, you know, like I lost 40 pounds, right? Like, so that was like, okay, cool. And I think again, like I got down to that weight and it was awesome. And it was like amazing. And it was surpassed anything I ever thought I could do. But yeah, I definitely had to take that, you know, I wanted at that point, I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to go down more. <laughs> like mm -hmm. I don't want to yeah. just be a skeleton. So I was like, I need to like change what I want in my life. And I think, yeah, this is great. I, I love it. And I, I like today I was like looking at myself in the mirror and I was like, damn, <laughs> like, yeah. You know, it's not every day. Like sometimes you look yeah. at yourself and you're like, damn, but yeah, today was a good one. So I felt good. Yeah. Well, it, I, I want to point that out, right? Because a lot of people might be freaked out that, you know, putting on 25 pounds after, but if that's kind of like the goal, your next goal is basically to pack on some muscle and get bigger. Then there's something to that, right? Um, most people, when they start a transformation, they want to lose fat. Everyone that, so let's put this way. Everyone that wants to lose fat is someone that it is not necessarily, especially when I lose more weight, they haven't necessarily put a big emphasis on like packing on a bunch of muscle before. So everyone's a lot skinnier than they thought once they're done losing the weight, right? That's a reoccurring comment. It leaves the weight like, damn, I thought I was bigger under, under this. And then that's the first goal is like, all right, let's just drop the fat. And then it's like, okay, well, great. I want more muscle now because I feel like I look too skinny. So then I need to do a muscle building phase, right? Which ultimately comes with weight gain because muscle is heavier. You need to put on a little bit more body fat when you come with it. So um, I'm happy that you're in a good place against you. Again, you look great. I'm excited for you to connect with all the other members at the end of the month. Um, and I'm excited to work out with you, right? Because we're, we're only like an hour apart, basically. We haven't worked out together yet. That's my yeah. fault. Been super busy. Um, so how has how have you managed to get back on track with your nutrition, right? Because I think on our, well, our last podcast that we recorded, I think this is our third one, right? We recorded? Yeah. Our third one. Third so in one of the podcasts, you mentioned like, one of the things you learn from nutrition is like how much more protein, how much more you need to put an emphasis on protein versus the rest. Has that continued as you got out of the program when you're trying to get like back on track, trying to build some muscle? Like, is, are you putting a bigger emphasis on protein or did you kind of change how you're structuring your nutrition? Yeah, I've definitely kept protein in mind. I always kind of follow that, you know, the calculation and like, I, I try to maintain the same amount of protein every day day um sometimes i'm a little bit more lenient on it and like if i don't get the protein for the whole day i'll just you know whatever like i i get it's not gonna like kill everything um that's sort of where i've had to make adjustments in my eating is you know my past self everything i had a very unhealthy <laughs> relationship with food and so it was either all in all out and so I had to kind of retrain myself to think, you know, it's okay to have that meal and mm -hmm. whatever, like if it happens, it happens and just eat good the next meal, like whatever, it's not the end of the world. And so I've gotten very good at doing that and not just focusing on that one, that one issue or whatever, not even saying an issue, but just that one meal. So yeah, I've definitely been hitting my protein 
that's a big thing. And I have been sort of calorie counting a bit, but not as tight as when I was in the program. I still sort of have that sweet spot that I'm at right now and I'm trying to yeah. stay at that spot. Yeah. Yeah. What's well, I'm smiling as for the people that are on podcast. Like, I've been smiling the whole way through Darcy sharing that because um ultimately better relationship with food and being more lean is important, right? The only time that you need to be more strict, if you want to, if you want to use that word, is when you're doing a fat loss phase, right? But as soon as you're out of the fat loss phase, you're out of reverse dieting, then it's called life, right? And being able to eat out, being lenient, like I don't, there's days where I don't hit my protein either. There's days where my calories are slightly under, there's days where my calories are slightly over, but I always kind of make sure everything balances out at the end of the day. Um, and if you're not training through anything specifically, if you're not like actively being like, I want to put on 20 pounds of muscle, if you want to do that, then yeah, you would have to be more accurate with your nutrition. If you're like, I want to drop 20 pounds, you have to be more accurate with nutrition. But if it's the goal is to like pack on muscle, work out, feel good, feel awesome, kind of live your life to the, to the best of your abilities, then roughly being around your nutrition, roughly being around your protein, working out, having a good time, like that's 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 how I'm living right now. That's how I've been living for the past year. That's the best way to live, right? So yeah, I'm I'm happy that you got to that state mentally because that's the thing that's going to make it sustainable, right? It's yeah. not about being anal about numbers every single day because ultimately that's not a, that's not a way to live. I tried doing that when I left the program a little bit, yeah, and it was hard because again you didn't have the support, like, and yeah, it's when you're kind of holding yourself accountable, it's a little bit easier to just sort of be like, mm, no one's going to yell at me today or no one's going to call me out on it. I can have whatever I want. And then that yeah. just slides and slides and slides. So yeah. yeah that's why you see, that's why it's important to have a coach when you're trying to actively work on a specific goal of like fat loss or muscle building or whatever it may be. But then once you're, you kind of reach your goal, then it's, learning to be self-accountable and i think that's i'm curious would that would you say that that has been the hardest part is being self-accountable after you came out of the program or was there something else that would have made it harder and ultimately i'm listening because i want feedback because i want to know how to better support our members also after the program yeah i think that that was a huge thing you know i i mean i didn't join the program because i had all the answers and I knew how to eat properly and, you know, I had everything all together. That's, I think a lot of people that join the program are in the same boat, right? They're, they're lacking the accountability because they're not motivating themselves to go and do it. Right. They need somebody to say, you know, get up off your ass and go and do it. And so that, you know, during the program was great. And then when you leave the program again, it's like, okay, it's me. It's, it's on me. And as much as you might have some people that you talk to from the program from before, they're all going back into their regular lives too, right? So they don't have the time to sit there and motivate you. And so you're you're trying to find motivation from all these different places. And then it's just, you're sitting there going like, you know, you've said it before. It's like, no one's coming to save you. Mm -hmm. right? Like No one's coming to make you go to the gym. And my schedule changed. Cause I was going to the gym in the morning and I felt great. And I joined, the, you know, the, the chat and everything was great. And then I started going to the gym in the afternoon, you know, and then I'd be like, it's like, it's two o'clock. Maybe I'll 
not go today, but I'll go Saturday instead. Like I'll just do that. And then, you know, you're not going Saturday, right? So everything yeah. just kind of falls. And I think, so the accountability for me was huge and I had to start relying on myself more and yeah, I had to train myself to do that. Ultimately yeah. it's, it's tough. <laughs> it's really yeah. tough. Yeah. And so it being a challenge is you like having wax on wax off skills and then going into your first fight and then being beat up when you first come out because you've never been in a real fight before right like you're scared your heart rate's super high and you're like oh my god what am i gonna do um but eventually you kind of calm yourself down and you kind of gain control over it so to me the fact that you are able to like again still have abs 175 you've packed on some muscle and that you are I said like the word on track because you're not actively trying to like lose fat or pack on like 20 pounds of muscle, but the fact that you're in a good place, that you're healthy, that you're feeling good, that you're looking great. To me, it makes me happy because it tells me that we educated you the right way. We gave you a good structure of what was sustainable and what worked. You know how to better structure your nutrition. Now, you know how to work out now, you know how, you know what it looks like to be consistent. You kind of like build it into your body. So you know that when you are off of it, you know, that you want to go back on it and you know what it looks like to get back on it. Right. And so that makes me really happy. And ultimately the self reliance piece is the most challenging, right? Not making emotional based decision when it comes to nutrition, once you're out is a big one also, but I feel like that falls under the umbrella of self accountability. Right. But once you have that it's game over, because once you know, you can be reliable, to yourself and you can show up because you said you're going to show up then man workouts not an issue nutrition is not an issue career is not an issue relationship like you just you just become a showing up machine basically at that point yeah i think that the big thing too is when i left and then i started to slide you know part of me was like oh you know maybe i wasn't set up properly when i left oh and this and that you know what could they have taught me that was gonna set me up better when I left the program and all this stuff because you want to look for something to blame I guess in a way because you're like this can't just be me and the truth is when you really really sit down and you're truthful with yourself it's like there's not really anything else that could have been taught to me like I did the program it worked I left the program at a weight that I never thought I could achieve and now I'm on my own. Okay. You know, like what's my other option? Join the program again for another year and then just keep joining it every single year. And, you know, until I'm dead, like, cause that's the only way I'm going to ever be successful. It's not realistic and it's not, you know, I mean, there's, there comes a point where you just kind of have to, I don't know, put on your big boy pants and <laughs> just do it. Like go to the gym. Like, you know what to yeah. do. Like yeah. I, always say that to myself it's like you know what to do mm -hmm. you know how to eat properly you know how to go to the gym you know how to work out if you don't do those things well i don't know that's that's me yeah i i appreciate the honesty from that front and you know it's something that i always talk about with coach sarah and coach nicole and now we have a new coach we have dr joey on our team who's a doctor of physical therapy um trying to figure out like how can we best set up members after the program and then there's a really fine line between like trying to do everything for the member and letting the member kind of like trip and fall and kind of hurt themselves and learn from it because ultimately if i go to your house and i cook your food and i go to the gym with you every single time you work out 
I have eventually like, you can't live like that forever. Right. Unless you're like a billionaire, you can hire someone to do all that shit for you. Right. <laughs> but most yeah. of us aren't. And so ultimately I think it, we're trying to find that line because it's a disservice for us to do t- too much because then it's, there's a lot of reliance and ultimately, right. You had a weekly check-in, we had group calls, uh, we had a monthly call. Um, obviously you could text us whenever you had questions, your workouts were scheduled for you, which ultimately we gave you once you left, so you kind of have that structure. But if we go and do more than that, which we've tried at certain points, people were less successful as we, we did more handholding throughout the program because then it became like an ultimate reliance. It was a crutch ultimately. And then there's a flip side of not doing anything. Then what's the point of having a coach and acquiring the knowledge and having someone to guide you? So yeah, it's, it's the tough part of like you, we do have to trust that we gave enough information and enough skill set and enough practice that when you're off your own and you're just ready to fly and you might, you might fall, you might trip a few times, but ultimately we just have to trust that like there's enough knowledge and practice and systems built into you that you'll be able to like succeed after. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm, I'm maybe from the old school way of thinking, but it's like, I don't know, just, you know what to do. You've learned everything, just do it. And if you don't, well, I don't know, then you have the option, mm-hmm. I guess, joining a program again, or just go back to how you were. I don't really know, but it's like, yeah. and it sucks when you're in it. I get it. It sucks. Like when you're down and you're like, you know, you put on like that 20 pounds or whatever it was. And like, you're just sitting there like, I've failed. Like, this is shitty. Like, this is like, but then really you sit there and you go, well, I don't know. Again, what am I going to do? Yeah. Like I have only so many options and I didn't feel like, you know, going through another year of the whole program again to do something that I already know what to do. Yeah. So that's a great analogy. Um, have you seen the movie Deadpool? No. Oh, great movie. It was filmed <laughs> in Va- it's uh, Ryan Reynolds. It was filmed in Vancouver, actually. Uh, on like, I was walking on the Burrard Bridge, and we were filming like right there many, many, many years ago. Um, but basically, there's a part in the movie where he like basically has cancer, and he's going to die. And someone from the government kind of like finds him because he's like a killing machine, basically, and he's a crook. And they're like, hey, we can like save your life. We'll turn you into like a super mutant. And so they inject him with something. But in order for the gene to be activating, they have to torture the shit out of him. So like survival mode kicks in. Right. And so eventually there's just a bunch of they, they torture him and eventually something kicks in where it just like transforms and he becomes really ugly. <laughs> if you see the movie, that's where he has a suit on. But he basically becomes like immortal. And so I feel like that's kind of what it's like after you're done the program. Right. Like you there's, you're going to have tests that you're going to have to go through once you're done. Um, but again, we have to trust that like this gene mutation, this thing is going to kick in inside of you of like, damn, I got this. I did. I lost 40 pounds. I know how to do it now. I know how to structure my nutrition. I know how to do my training and we just have to trust that that's going to kick in. Right. Mm-hmm. And so ultimately everyone after the program is their journey is different for some of them, right? Some people are good after, like they have no issues. Some people put on some weight, some people have a different goal after. So they, you know, they want to go down a different path. Um, for you, if it was like packing on muscle, then yeah, it would lead you to put on some weight because it's just a part of the, of the journey basically. But, um, I'm happy it kicked in, right? Cause ultimately now you're more self-accountable, and ultimately it will never be perfect. You'll never be self-accountable hundred percent of the time, right? Like 
I like to consider myself a very disciplined person and I have my moments where I'm not right. Like I have my moments where I like, I don't want to work out or where I move my workout to the next day or yeah. where it's busy and I have to eat something that's less than ideal because it's like, I'm just like, I just need to like put fuel in my body so I can continue going on these calls. Right. Um, so just know that it's normal <laughs> for it to not be perfect all the time once you're out. Yeah. I've gotten really good. The other day I went to the store and I was buying all my healthy stuff. And then I thought, oh, I'll buy a bag of chips, like a little snack. And then I grabbed the chips and I put them in the cart and I was going around the store. And then right at the last minute, I just took the chips and I threw them to the side. And I'm like, God, like, I don't need those stupid chips. Like, you know, like why? Like, I don't need them. I, I know I'm just going to eat the whole bag in a sitting. Like, I'm not going to have a few. Yeah. So I'm just like, no, just yeah. go away. It's like, you know, where, you know. <laughs> I relate to that so much because when I'm cutting or whenever I'm trying to like just lose a bit of weight, I like I do the same thing. You'll walk into an aisle, you'll drop it, and then like I'll walk back and be like, maybe I should take it. I just put it back, and I walk back. I'm like, nah, I don't want it. I <laughs> put it back out. If you want a trick? Get a partner that way. You only eat fifty percent of the bag, and you guys split it. So it's that's bad. Well, I also think too, if you have to put it in your cart, take it out because you're not sure, and then put it back in a couple times, probably just don't get it. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. it's, that, it's that big of a thing. It's like, yeah, no, just yeah. don't. Yeah. The mind's an interesting thing when it comes to nutrition. It's so like emotionally loaded, right? It's like, I want the thing. And it's basically instant gratification versus delayed gratification. And yeah, we're I'm so an wired for it. <laughs> exactly. I want chips. Like, yeah. Yes. I can have dessert before dinner. I have yes. adult money now. So. <laughs> um. So I'm curious, like, was there obviously self accountability? I think was a big thing that you learned once you left. Is there any other lessons that you've learned over the past like year and three months now since you've been out of the program? Like tools or strategies that have helped you um, to try to you know stay on track and kind of stay the course of you becoming staying healthy, basically. I honestly just use my age, and I know like 43 is not old and I know it's not, you know, elderly or anything like that, but I just look at myself and I think, you know, you're 43. I know a lot of people my age around my age. And it's like, I'm not trying to like, you know, kind of put anyone down or anything like that, but it's like, you know, they just sit there and they're like, Oh, you know, they just gave up. Somewhere mm -hmm. along the line, they just gave up. And everyone always uses the line, oh, it's like, oh, you know, I'm 40. I'm 40. And that was my mindset for a long time. It was like, well, I'm 40, so this is just inevitable. Like, I wake up, my feet are sore, my knees hurt. You know, that's just normal at 40. And mm -hmm. then when I got into the shape that I did when I left the program, I was like, oh, wow. You know, like how, like I can do it at this age. That's crazy. And I know there's people in the program that are way older than I am who have had crazy results. And I think it's like, I keep thinking to myself, you know, if I'm going to, you know, obviously I'm getting older, I'm, you know, hopefully going to get much older. And I just don't want to be that person who's not able to, do the simplest things in the world and just, you know, go for a walk or, you know, I want to be able to go to the gym or I want to be able to stand up without my feet hurting in the morning. And it's just, you know, and I don't yeah. want to revert back to that. So I think that like, again, like the biggest thing is my mindset change 
you know, because there is a lot of mindset work in the program. And I think that that helps a huge deal just because that's the block for many people is mindset. It's the doubt and the it's too late. And it's there's, you know, this is going to take forever. And I don't have that time, you know, and you're going, well, yeah, you you won't have that time. Like, Mm. really, if you you think about it, it's, you know, if I didn't join the program, I think, where would I be today? You know, would I be living in Vancouver? Would I have changed my life? Would I be, you know, no, I think I'd still be just living in my house, depressed, eating a bag of chips and feeling sorry for myself. Yeah, I think that's one thing for people that are new to you. I want to tell them where you came from. So you were you were in Winnipeg. You were working, I think, with your dad's company, right? Yeah. Um, and and I say this in a nice way, but you're a skinny fat, basically, at 190 pounds. Like, what a shirt you're skinny, and then you took a shirt on, and you had a little bit of fluff. I guess okay, I've been there. Yeah. Um, you're snacking a lot, processed food, frozen pizzas, if I remember correctly, was a thing. Everything was a thing. Everything, right? <laughs> and 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 genuinely like you had a like a lower self-esteem right that you didn't believe that you could do some of the things that you wanted to do and now right you were able to get shredded you freaking left your job became a real estate agent you moved to vancouver you have a brand new life you have a brand new body and you're a completely different person from a mindset standpoint you're like your confidence your self-esteem is way higher than when i originally met you right yeah that makes me happy to see that like that's fucking huge (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, not that this has anything to do with the program, but I mean, like old me, I would have just sat in my house and just kind of been, you know, depressed and went to work and went through the motions of life, you know, and like here, I'm like, you know, I feel good. I'm skiing, I'm running, I'm working out, you know, I'm eating good, you know, like I've gone and met so many people because of like just the confidence that I have. Like I'm mm-hmm. always, I've always been a good, you know, I, I talk a lot, but I've always been good at like meeting people but here it's like i've gone out met so many people and at 43 that's a big thing because it's a lot of people my age are very like kind of set and Mm -hmm. i feel like i've done very well on that gone out you know dating it's like it's wild you know like where again like that confidence changes everything and how you carry yourself and you know before i would always you know kind of be picking up my shirt and yeah putting a pillow in front of myself you know whenever you're talking when you so, sit down when you sit down yeah. behind your stomach yeah, i get it yeah <laughs> and you're always kind of holding that pillow over your stomach and it was just it was terrible so yeah it's just the mindset change and everything is just it's incredible from where i started yeah you know a big part of that comes from having transformed your body right because Absolutely. you've gained you you saw that you could do it and ultimately that gave you confidence that you had the ability to follow through on the things that you said that you were going to do. And that's, I think that's true confidence, right? People, I think there's like self-confidence, like you can walk out chest high and be like, Hey, I'm the shit. And you talk to everyone. But then the true confidence is, you know, that when you say you're going to do something and you do it and fuck, it's game over. Like you're just, there's a different, like you exude confidence. People can feel it versus it being like feeling fake because you like dress nice or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm proud of you, honestly, man. I, and again, it's been, you've been out of the program for uh, over a year now. And I would say I have you on Instagram. So I still watch your stories. Um, I still follow what, what you're doing. And honestly, I'm really proud of you for the new life that you have and the things that you've took on. Um, and it was huge, right? To was it? How, how long has it been since you've been in Vancouver? I came in July 
of last year. So yeah, of like last year. yeah, so not yeah. quite a year, but yeah. So you're like 42 when you moved basically here, right? Yes. Yeah. So at 42, man, you just completely turned your life around. Completely. I <laughs> sold right. everything I owned. Literally. <laughs> here. It's like, yeah. So it's like, like when I tell people, like, yeah, like I literally have like, like everything here is just what I have. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like, what? I'm like I went from a 1300 square foot home with a fully finished basement to I'm living in a 530 square foot apartment that I love. I have yeah. everything I need. I'm like, I'm like a minimalist now. I'm like, look at yeah. that. Yeah. You have a great view too. <laughs> I have a beautiful view. Like again, like I love everything. I look at the mountains. I have the city view. I can see the water. I'm like, this is amazing. I came from Winnipeg, you know, yeah. like it's like, I looked at the snow and uh, the snow. So it was, this is different and I love it. Yeah. Well, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm super proud of you. It's, you. You just feel like a, a whole new person, right? This is our first conversation in a while. Cause usually we just text, um, uh, yeah. on Instagram, but I'm excited for us to meet at the end of this month for the first time in person, right? We're for people listening. We're going to have a little fit vegan workshop event for some of our members. Um, yeah. So to, to make this, so for the people that are listening and there's current members that are listening, there's past members that are listening, right? So maybe like the old crew, like Stacy, Chris, Matt, all that crew is listening. Um, what, what are pieces of advice that you would share to current members and members that are done that would serve them in after they're, they're out of the program? I don't know if I can speak for them, like, or for the members that have left that I kind of graduated with I guess because you know I keep in touch with a few of them and you know some are doing phenomenal and some I don't know like we don't mm -hmm. talk that much but um you know it is kind of a it is nice to have that little core group of people that you can kind of check in with once in a while um I think anyone who's coming out of the program that's having you know success and I'm sure they all are I just think be like I don't how do I put it just be kinder to yourself in the fact that you know you leave the program you have this idea that you know I gotta keep like this is like militant you know like you gotta be militant all the time and it's like you know again if you're going into some kind of training or whatever that's different but if you're going into your normal life you know, just stay consistent and just go to the gym, keep eating healthy, just do it. You, you know, you know what to do. It's it, again, it's, it's that whole idea of, you know, you have the tools, you're look where you are now compared to where you were when you started. Do you want to go back to that? You know, how did you feel at that time? Yeah. You remember you know what you felt like at that time. It was terrible. It was horrible. You reached out for a reason, you know, feel how you like, remember this feeling now that you are at right now. Cause that's going to be like, you want that. You want to keep that going. You want to be able to, again, get up in the morning, do the things that you want to do. You want to be able to stay active. You know, people who have kids. They always say, you know, like, Oh, I'm tired. And it's like, yeah, you're tired. But imagine if you're doing that, you know, a year ago, six months ago to compare to now. So just feel what you feel now, know that you have the tools you have to, you know, you know, the tools that you need to use, eat healthy, go to the gym, put your big, your big adult pants on and, and just <laughs> push through it. 
<laughs> Beautiful. I love that. Very direct and sincere. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Right. And, and and ultimately, yeah, that is the part. It's that that self-accountability piece is is huge. And you know, the reason why most people don't lose weight, yeah, sometimes it's a lack of knowledge and structure, but a lot of time it is that accountability piece that is the that makes a the, the biggest biggest difference. And so yeah, just you have to rely that it's gonna to kick in and to continue practice what you're doing. And I love what you said to be kinder to yourself because once you're done the program, right? Like just continue working out, right? It's not you guys don't work out a crazy amount once you're out of the program, right? It's just it's pretty manageable amount, some three, sometimes four hours a week. Um, nutrition, keep eating healthy, but just the amount of mental real estate that you put on it goes down, right? And that's kind of where you have to be kinder with yourself. Of like, yeah, I'm eating out. Like, cool. There's a bit more sodium. Like, it's fine. Like, you're not. Your goal is not to try to like lose more weight, right? Like, you're done. You lost the weight. You reverse diet. So, if your weight goes up tomorrow because of sodium, because you had a, a glass of wine, like, it's cool. It's gonna come back down after. There's no need to worry about it, right? Yeah, I think people just need to stop relying on other people. I think that's the problem too. Is you put too much, you know, too much on somebody else to push you and get you where you have to go. And to be honest, like, it does, I don't mean in a rude way, but, you know, as much as people like you and, you know, they want to be there for you, they don't give a shit as much as you do. Like no one cares about your health as much as you do really. And so if you're going to put your faith in somebody else to get you to where you have to go, you could be waiting for a long time because they got their own problems. Yeah. Ultimately at the end of the program, we care a lot about our members once you come into the program. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not saying that like, you know, people don't care. And I mean, you know, I've reached out to you in the past and said, you know, Hey, like, you know, those questions and stuff and you get back to me and it's great. Mm -hmm. But I mean, ultimately, you know, I'm not going to message you every single day going like, you know, Hey, you know, Max, I don't want to go to the, to the gym. The gym. Yeah. You're like, okay, well I got, you know, I got calls, you know, I got shit I'm dealing with, man. Like, I don't care, you know, don't go then, I guess. I would like, never say that I don't care. I but know, but you know, I would try to inspire you to do it. But <laughs> I, I get the point you're making of also, you have to learn at one point to become self-reliant. Mm -hmm. And and I, I do see value and accountability because obviously it got you to lose the 40 pounds, right? But ultimately, at one point, you have to disconnect. And what a better point to disconnect than when you're done reverse dieting. Right. Because yeah. eventually, eventually you have to learn to be your own person and to kind of be like, okay, I need to do this on my own for myself or for the benefit of also my family or the people around me. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, Darcy, any last words of wisdom you'd like to share to, to the audience, current members, past members, potential members? No words of wisdom. Just do it. Doing <laughs> what you're doing and do it. Yeah. The old school of hard locks. Just do it yeah get it done awesome well man darcy i appreciate you taking the time to to jump on the podcast um hope it was insightful for for people listening again this was highly requested so i thought it'd be awesome to to kick it off with you because you know you had an awesome transformation and obviously we kept in touch throughout the time and uh you're looking great so i'm excited for us to work out together take some photos and and connect at the end of the month sounds good thank you very much Oh. Uh, and so for everyone listening, thank you very much for tuning in and uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and would like to support, please share it with others that would benefit from it. Share it on social media and be sure to leave a five-star rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at Maxim underscore official and on YouTube at FitVegan. The links will also be in the show notes. I'll see you in the next episode.